Hello and welcome to the Column Diaries SoundCloud. I'm Brian Byrne and thank you for tuning in. In this episode we talk to Don Behan, owner of the Woodbine Bookshop in Kilcullen. Dawn set up the business some three and a half years ago with the help of her husband Aidan and a number of family members and friends. Woodbine has been a serious success, showing that even in a small place like Kilcullen, passion, belief and persistence can build what might seem an unlikely venture into not just a business, but also an important go-to place in the community. Dawn has loved books since as long as she can remember. But it wasn't until there were mooted changes in her job as a computer programmer that she began to think of turning that passion into a possible business future. Well, I hadn't really actually considered it until maybe, I suppose, maybe five or six years ago. I worked in IT. I was a computer programmer. Um, and the company that I worked for, I worked for a big American multinational, but they had started to have rounds of voluntary redundancies. And that it was the first time that I'd really thought, oh, is this what I want to do? Is there anything else I'd want to do? Should I start thinking about what might happen, you know, if this job isn't here anymore? And when I thought about it, I thought, well, the one thing that I really would love to do is to work with books. Um, and the one thing that I really would like to do is to work closer to home and maybe bring something closer to home that I would have liked to have Um when I was young or maybe even now when you know something that meant you didn't have to travel um I suppose a resource um in the town closest to where I live and I live in Ballysax Cullen is the closest town to me so I just that's where it really came from I looked around a few places when I started to think seriously about it but there's always a special draw in Kilcullen because I'd gone to school there and you know it was the closest place and it's just such a lovely town as well it's the right size it's you know it's small enough that everybody knows each other, but big enough to sustain a business. Dawn had never been involved in any kind of business before, let alone setting up a bookshop from scratch. To make it happen, and hopefully to make it work in the long term, she knew there would be a learning curve. Well, I did a lot of research. So I I looked into it first follow. I used it as an excuse to go around and look at a lot of bookshops and try to decide what I liked about them. Um, what I thought they were missing or what, you know, I took what I thought were all the best bits of the bookshops that I liked, what I would like to have in a bookshop and kind of wrote it down. But that wasn't really enough because I knew that, you know, nuts and bolts, you have to make money as well. So I did a start your own business course in, um, in Tala in it's what used to be false. So it was a four month intensive start your own business course where you had to produce a business plan you had to do all your research you had to back up all your facts you had to have a business plan at the end that were marked on you had to stand up and defend that in front of independent business people from the chamber of commerce and you had to do a full presentation and that really helped because the tutor on it um it it did kind of one-to-one um, sessions with everybody about their own business and suggested things that might help be helpful or things that he thought you might want to concentrate on more so when I had that done it was kind of I had more confidence that it could work and I also did an introduction to book selling course that's run by the booksellers association and um, now I had to go to London to do that and it was a one-day course but they've actually started to run it in Ireland now too and it's really helpful because it's specific to book selling, so it tells you all the kind of things. The things that people ask, where do you get the books? 
you know, how do you keep track of the books? What, how do you get people into your shop? What should you be thinking about? How big should your shop be? Kind of practical things, but as well focused on books and with people who love books as well. So it's kind of had a bit of both. It had a bit of the keep your feet on the ground, but it also said, you know, you can do this. It, it, you know, it's a dream, but people can do it and can make it work. Looking back from some four years out, Dawn can appreciate what did and didn't apply from that Start Your Own Business course. In particular, it helped keep a dream focused on business. But it turned out that there was more to Woodbine Books than a course could predict. Um, Yeah, it actually did give you a good grounding because you kind of knew kind of pitfalls to look out for and it made you focus on things you didn't want to focus on. So... You don't want to think about the money, you know, the bottom line part, because you want to think, oh, I'm going to be reading books and talking to people about books. and that. But really, that's not going to keep you in business. So a lot of it did work. Now, there's lots of things that um, didn't turn out the way I thought they would or things that I hadn't considered, because until you're actually there, you just don't know how things are going to work out. And to be honest, things it's better than I hoped it would be, maybe. Um, I, I never thought about all the people that you'd meet, all the people that you'd get to know through books. You know, I had just thought about it as kind of from the selling books point of view rather than the same people who would come in all the time and that you'd kind of, that you'd actually make friends through it. Or, um, for example, our, we have book clubs and you get to know the people really well and it's just it's a lovely support structure that you have that I kind of hadn't considered at all I I thought of it as a business more than a kind of as close-knit a part of the community as I think I hope we have become. The business gurus will tell you that a key to success in any retail business is location. Even though Kilcullen is small compared to Newbridge and Nace, Dawn still wanted to locate in Kilcullen. Yeah, well, to be honest, it took ages to find a premises. And I'd even I'd started to look outside Kilcullen because I just thought nothing's ever going to come up. And then I just happened to be in the town one day and there was a sign on the door because it used to be the pet shop and the groomers, which people still come in and say, oh, it's not the pet shop anymore. Um, and just went in and asked Danny and Donald in Brennan's, you know, did they know what was happening with it or whatever? And Danny said, oh, yeah, come here, have a look. And he brought me around then, opened it up, and they did lots of work on it for me. They, Danny cleared lots of stuff out, so I actually didn't have as much work as I might have had. Yeah. Um, and then myself and Aidan did a lot of the work ourselves. But, um, yeah, the last few days, even when the books arrived, they arrived early, and we got a phone call to say, uh, there's pallets of books outside. <laughs> we just had to rush, try and get all the books in and you know, out of the rain on the shelves. Um, oh, it was hectic, but it was brilliant as well. And it kind of threw us in the deep end. You didn't have time to think about it then. And somebody um, from the wholesalers that we were using in the UK came over for three days and opened up with us. You know, he helped us to scan all the books in. And, but he said, you know, open while I'm here. If anything goes wrong, I'll be here and I can help you. I've done this lots of times. And it was real. It really made a difference just to have somebody there who basically knew what they were doing. But, um, I mean, once we were open, that was it. Um, we didn't have time to think about it. And we just learned as we went along. And so far, so good. Up and running, the next big hurdle is to get the word out that you're there and open for customers. 
Being from an IT background, Dawn was pretty well versed in the social media. But sometimes the early marketing ideas are not the ones that work best. Uh, at the start, we used to do things like run competitions, you know, like raffles and, the, you know, things like that. But sometimes people didn't even come and claim the prizes. Um, you know, we did a lot of that kind of thing, to, which we thought would draw people in. But it actually doesn't. Um, you know, people prefer to know about books. It's, I've found that, you know, social media, putting up pictures of books, things like that seems to work a lot better than any other kind of promotional things. People are interested in the books. They're not interested in gimmicky things like that, I suppose. One of the very successful ways of getting people to take an interest in your bookshop is to make it a venue for events, often book-related, but sometimes not necessarily so. And still, I I have no idea ever how many people are going to turn up to anything. And I'm always really nervous at our events, but actually when they get going and everything's in full swing, I really enjoy them. But, you know, for coming up to them, you just don't know. And we've started to do things like get, ask people. They're always Our events are always free unless there's something like a play or, you know, something where outside people are coming in. But if they're book events, they're always free. But we try to get people to put their names down just to give us an idea. But it's never, <laughs> it never makes any difference. It never works out. Um but yeah, the events. Now, I think the first big event we had was Hazel Gaynor's book launch. Yeah. Um, and it was brilliant. Hazel Gaynor's book launches are always great fun. She brings a crowd. She is a brilliant speaker. She's just, I don't know, she's very gregarious and polished. And her, you know an event is going to be a success when it's Hazel's event. So I love when we have those. Um, some of them... We had a Desmond Morris event just before Christmas. I was really, really nervous about it because it was he was the biggest name we'd ever had. It was the most interest we had in anything. And I just didn't know how it was going to go. But actually, it was really relaxed and people really enjoyed it. And it brought a really big cross-section of people from all over. And Desmond himself was really entertaining. I just, it was really good. I really enjoyed it. Um, the kids' ones are always good. Again, you never know how many people are going to turn up for them, but it, the kids are just, they don't, you know, they're not nervous. They don't mind asking questions. They <laughs> doesn't matter how famous you are, they're going to ask what they want to ask or tell you what they thought of their books. So uh, we had, let me see, poor Kenny. That was this time last year. Um, and it was really good. And our book clubs had read his books, so they were all familiar with his books. And, they're, you know, they all brought their own books along to be signed. Um, we've had Emma Jane Leeson a few times. She writes Johnny McGorry books, so she's from Kildare, and she does a bit of storytelling. Um, so they're always good. things like that are always good. The John McKenna ones were pretty. I really enjoyed them, and I don't know if it was because they weren't book-based events that they were kind of. He did a play and he did a songs and readings thing before Christmas, and I, I read. They're the ones I really enjoyed. No matter how big into books the local community might be, it's just a matter of business fact that a village grown bigger is unlikely to be enough to support an independent bookshop. But from very early on, Woodbine became a place drawing customers from further afield. Yeah, and it's something that's built up over the three and a half years that were there. Like at the start, it was all Kilcullen people and you might get 
somebody from Newbridge who's, you know, who works with somebody from Cullen or something like that. But we get people from Carlo, you know, regulars from Carlo or people from Tipperary, people come down from Dublin. It's it's mostly word of mouth. And when people come in and realise what a big selection we have, I think it's people don't expect there to be a good bookshop in a small town, even though lots of small towns in Ireland have really good bookshops. But it's once they've visited once, they'll come back again over and over again. So we try to have as big a selection as we can and something for everybody, something a bit different because there's no point in having the same books that they have in Tesco or, you know, wherever, because people can get them anywhere. You need to have something that people don't see all the time. Yes, Woodbine Books is a place where you might go to look vaguely for something and you come out with something totally unanticipated. Having that kind of stock is not about dealing just in bestseller lists. It comes from having a small staff as well who know the people who come in. So you can see you see things that are going to come out and you think, oh yeah, I know who will like that or, you know, you know, I can see where there's an audience for that. Um, even like this year, one of our biggest sellers was a book about military insignia. Um, and somebody had asked me to get it in and the man who wrote it, he self-published it, so he brought them down himself. But we we've, we have a waiting list for it. We can't get them at the moment because of uh, the lockdown. But it's just... A, you just have to keep your eye on kind of niche things like that that will appeal to people, but that aren't that obvious. So it makes the job really interesting. A bookshop, like any local business, is part of the fabric of the community which it serves. But books are things that can also develop communities of their own within a local bookshop. Oh, they have, yeah. I mean, like I said before about our book clubs, um, we started them off just we'd had a few requests, you know, do you do book clubs? But now we have three adult book clubs and I think it's four ki- three or four kids books book clubs. Um, and the people in the book clubs are now friends outside of book club and friends within book club. And it's a community um, that I, I, never, I never really thought about, I suppose. And then we have all kinds of regulars who come in all the time. They might not buy books. They might just come in for a chat. They sometimes, you know... Um, we we were open behind closed doors for a couple of weeks and uh, Paul in the River Cafe was open for takeaway coffee and I stuck my head out one day to see was there a big queue and there was a huge queue so I came back in and the phone rang and it was somebody in the queue said do you want coffee I saw you there and just things like that that you forget how lovely people are and how people think of you I suppose. Um, somebody else brought us down a box of Maltesers during the lockdown as well. Just said, oh, I thought you might like these. And people are very thoughtful in the town, I found. And I suppose there's, we're part of the community that we don't even realise we're part of it. You know, that people think of us like that. The COVID-19 lockdown at this time has Woodbine Books completely closed until the restrictions are lifted. But the anticipation that this might be on the cards gave Dawn and her staff some very busy days before it happened. The week that the schools were closed was, oh my God, it was our busiest week since Christmas, I think, because people needed activity books. They needed all kinds of things just to keep the kids amused. Um, and people kind of anticipated a lockdown, I suppose. So they came in and bought their own bought books and people who, I suppose, were at home, you know, people who were sent home, um, 
teachers, crash workers, they were they all knew they were going to be at home, so they all came in and bought books. So we were really, really busy. And even now I get queries all the time, you know, are you open? Are you delivering? When will you be open? Can I order things for when you are open? And we're taking orders at the moment. We have a website, it doesn't have everything on it. Um, but you can order through the website or email, social media. And we'll process them whenever we're back in business again. But at the moment, we just can't because we're not an essential retailer. Looking back and having the time to do so at this period of lockdown, Dawn has been able to consider whether the initial hopes from opening her own business have been fulfilled. Yeah, it's, it's different, but it's better, I think. Um, no, it's it's... It's lovely to know people around where you live as well. I mean, I used to commute all the time and you were never at home. You, did, you know, you might you might go into the town for specific things, but you didn't really know any of the people. And it's lovely to walk through the town and, you know, know everybody at least to see or most people to talk to. Um, it's, it's just nice to be part of a community and you forget when you're not part of a community how nice that is and how important that is as well. Um, but no, I mean, I don't read as much as I thought I might. <laughs> you have this vision that, oh, I'm surrounded by books. I'll, be, I'll get to read lots of books, but you actually get to read fewer books than you would have. But you get to talk to people about books all the time. And it's, no, it's lovely. I really love it. You have been listening to the Kilcullen Diaries SoundCloud. I'm Brian Byrne. Thanks for being here. Come again soon.